Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello and welcome to the first episode of 2020. I'm Louise Boyce, as known as Mum's Not Got It, and this podcast series, for God's sake, is sponsored by the fabulous award-winning dental practice, 10 Dental. It's where I go to for all my treatments from root canals to teeth whitening and have done for the last 15 years. Please check them out, www.tendental.com. Today's podcast couldn't be better timed as my six-month-old daughter is being introduced to solids for the first time. And who better to talk to than UK's number one cookery author and weaning expert, the one and only Annabelle Carmel. Hello. Hello. Um, joining in on the conversation is mother of two and blogger Sigal, and she's here with her gorgeous son. Hello. And hello. And also joining in the conversation, and this is rather exciting, as you're the first man to be on the podcast, um, food blogger and dad of two, we have Paul. So welcome, everybody, and so pleased we can manage to make this work. Annabelle has sold over five million cookbooks, and your most recent book, Weaning Made Simple, is your 47th book? Is it that is. Correct? Wow. Pretty unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Yes. Um, you're a world-leading expert on devising delicious and nutritious meals for babies, children, and families, so much so that you're cookbooks have been described as a feeding bible that's major um has become the second best-selling non-fiction hardback of all time and you've got an mba uh for your outstanding work in the field of her child nutrition so you're in good hands when annabelle's here and i'm a mummy of three (laughs) that's probably the most important thing yes you're absolutely right um there are many milestones that come with having a baby first smiles first steps how important are the first tastes well, it's really important. Some people think that food is just fun for the first year, but actually that's not true. Um, milk alone will provide everything your baby needs for the first six months, but beyond six months, they need iron particularly because neither breast milk or formula milk will give them enough iron. They need omega-3, so it's really important. And I think what um, the advice I give to mums is that if you are introducing food at six months, which is the recommendation now, which is later than we used to, you need to move on from fruit and vegetables pretty quickly after the first week or so because your child needs to have iron-rich foods. So red meat or lentils if you're vegetarian, and it's very important to introduce oily fish like salmon, which is really the only good source of omega-3s. So you have to be thinking of ahead sometimes you know if you're starting to wean slightly earlier maybe around five and a half months and you give your fruit and vegetables slightly different way of weaning because you can carry on for a few weeks with your fruit and vegetables and then give the nutrient dense foods but if you're starting at six months you've got to move on rapidly 
Right, okay. That's, I mean, I feel like I've learned so much already this morning um, at your event. Thank you. And Even though she's not eating very much. She's not <laughs> eating anything. She's the only baby that wouldn't eat. What's wrong I, with you? I know this is what I am concerned about. I She'll mean, make um, up for later, don't worry. Yeah, I mean, Sigal, <laughs> your, your son is three months? No, he's actually... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually five months. He's oh, only six months. months next week. And so um, he's eating? He's eating absolutely fine. I weaned at five months. I tend to do that. I did that, I did that same with uh, uh, my daughter. Yeah. Um, so she weaned at five months as well. That's I mean, great. I mean, they love food, my kids. So, my, this one does not. Inka is just like couldn't be less interested at the moment. That will change. Though, it will right? change. Don't worry. She'll be fine. Um, um, I think it's just like every child is different, and you shouldn't compare yourself to other people. And yeah. she'll be absolutely fine. She does not look undernourished. Let's no, be honest about it. She's, she's got thunder thighs. She's absolutely <laughs> fine. <laughs> she, she's good. And uh, Paul, you've got two sons. That's right. I do. Yes, and you yes. actually do your own cooking at home. And we saw you do yes, an amazing my, recipe my earlier. My wife hates it in the kitchen, so I, I am chained to the stove most days. Yeah, but it's a very good cook. You should see his Instagram. I, yeah, Fabulous your Instagram recipes, page. Yeah. It's, it's dad delicious on Instagram. It is, thank you. Yeah, it's very very good. I mean, you're, um, I was talking to your your wife earlier, and she was saying that your children have never had a, a pouch before because you make everything from fresh yeah um i'm actually um not that i have anything against the pouches by the way i gave you another wife this morning when somebody came in i thought it was your wife i said oh it's really nice to meet you and i didn't know that you like i'd never met you before i met your okay i'll I'll take two wives so now you have two wives excellent (laughs) and then when your real wife came out to me said oh my god i said it's a completely (laughs) person." well actually i said i was like can i borrow your husband because (laughs) your cook is amazing and she was saying that because of of weaning correctly, children will eat anything, which I've I've actually feel like I've done the complete opposite. I didn't. Well, I tried to to do the weaning steps properly with my eldest two, and they are really fussy eaters. So, can you still wean and then have fussy eaters? And how do you deal with genetic. that? Actually, it is, it isn't is. It? No, they've proven there's genetic to be a fussy eater. Not that you don't, can't do anything about it, because you can, because you can then introduce foods and cook them in a different way. For example, my children never love cauliflower, yeah. but when I roasted cauliflower in the oven and it gave it that sweetness because you roasted it, they suddenly loved cauliflower. Ah. And it's like, you know, finding different ways of presenting food. Like, I don't like beetroot, but those beetroot energy balls I made today, I really like those. Right. So it's just like, yeah, it's Understand interesting. Your we, child. we we have uh, we have quite a few friends who, because they don't like particular food. So one friend doesn't like cheese or tomatoes. Mm. So their their son doesn't like cheese and tomatoes. It's weird, but I I do think, uh, and I actually got this from your book back when I was weaning Teddy. Uh, between is it six months and a year? That's yes. during that that time. I just it's tried that, to it's cram that window of opportunity yeah, before they I, get too fussy. I, exactly. I just tried to cram as much food yes. in terms of variety and tastes and flavors. Uh, and I, I really think that has helped him. I mean, my son would not eat chicken, mm. and then I thought he loves apple, so I put apple with the chicken. I made these little chicken and apple balls, right. and they're probably one of my most like yeah, famous recipes really? from the Complete Baby and Toddler yeah. Meal Planner. And we made some, yeah the burgers. We yeah. made together some yeah. chicken apple quinoa balls today, which is perfect size for little ones. And adding that touch of apple to the chicken, like it yeah. makes it like oh, I just. Adds that child Sweetness, appeal to yeah. it that they love. And I think that's okay. I mean, not everything you're going to give them is sweet, but if you want to get them to eat chicken and that's the only way, fine. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of parents like, 
they always feel they're doing things wrong and people are very judgmental. I'm very. so not judgmental. If it yes. works for you, that's fine. They are, there are. There is a lot of judgment, I find, um, when feeding your children or when you're out in public yeah. and your kids don't eat certain things and then you've got your in-laws saying, well, why aren't they eating their broccoli? And you're like, well, yeah. I've tried and, yeah. you know, there's yes. not much I can do. Well, so I'm about to post a meme when it says, I took my toddler out to a restaurant. I think I'll take him back when he's 15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can, I can relate to that. Um, there are parents that say... Weaning can sometimes feel like a joyless task and there's lot there can be lots of prep and they haven't got the time to do it. I mean what hacks or Yeah, we can mash a banana. We mash a banana and avocado together and that makes amazingly good. Banana food. and avocado yeah, together. It's a really good combination. Mm. Babies love it. And things like papaya or fresh pear or mango doesn't need any cooking at all. Mm, and the less you, you cook something, of course, the better it is for your baby. So these That's are wonderful right. foods for your baby. I think and it's all even your... steaming veg, though. I mean, broccoli takes, what, five, six yeah. minutes to mm. steam, and then it's nice and a bit, maybe a little bit longer. But, you know, it, it doesn't sub 10 minutes to, to actually cook some, some healthy healthy vegetables as well. Yeah, we made some lollies today. They were a great success. The lollies were great, yeah. but again, she was still... Uh, she, I think she did She did like them. She, I mean, Inca, yeah. my six-month-old, who is not <laughs> it's really, really showing any interest. A lot yes. of people don't realise that what they need is something cold. So if you, like, freeze... I have these little tiny ice lolly moulds that we make, and I put into it, like, blueberries, banana, and a little bit of coconut milk, and then we froze it, and the babies love it because it soothes their, their mm. gums. Because you can see, she's putting things into her mouth all the time, or she's got a dummy in her mouth, and mm. they love that coldness around yeah. their gums. I'm definitely going to try that definitely this time. Definitely a good idea to yeah. ice lollies. Yeah. Um, do you think our attitude towards children when they sit down and eat makes a difference? As in, um, my father almost force-fed me yeah. um, when it came to meat, he would say, you'll have it, you'll eat it, and you'll like it. And I found it frightening. Yeah. And now I'm vegetarian. Oh, yes. And I wonder, do you find if we are too hard on our children, that that might affect how they are in their adulthood? Definitely. I'd never force a child to eat anything. And, you know, babies will just turn their head away or purse their lips, and you can't really force feed them. Well, it'd be very difficult. Yeah. So... I also think like wiping their mouth the whole time. They don't like that either. Just let them get into a mess. Just, okay. You just have to like like draw a deep breath and like this let is going to be a messy stage and let them get on with it. Okay. You know, she just pick them up and put in a bath afterwards. But you know that, that's they've got to kind of experiment with food, feel it, touch it, drop it. They do all of that. Yeah, it's a good idea to put a splash mat under the high chair so you can yeah. recycle some of the food. And then there are different ways of weaning. There's the pureed foods or there's uh, yes. baby led weaning. Is that up down to the parent or it's up to the baby? It's, it's an individual thing. I mean. Babies who have really good hand-to-eye coordination can manage with baby-led weaning. But my personal preference is to do both. So you have the purees and the finger food. Okay. I just don't think you need to do one or the other. And I think most health professionals tend to agree with that. But every baby needs soft finger foods from around six and a half, seven months. So you can like just steam carrots or yeah. give like banana or just roast sweet potato. We had sweet potato wedges today, which mm. they really liked because that, that caramelizes the natural sugars mm. in the vegetables. And they're, they're lovely and sweet naturally. We did exactly the same. We, we did purees up until Teddy was six months. And then we went on to a mixture of purees and, uh, and uh, with with more lumps in them as well. Mm. Uh, and then also the finger foods. And it worked perfectly for, and for us. How do you know or... Uh, how yeah, how can you tell if your child has an allergic reaction or an mm. intolerance? That's one thing I would love to know because my one has got a milk. Um, he's, well, I don't. Do you know what I think it is? But after you said it might just be a temporary thing, yes. I might have to check him out again and see because he is on a special formula milk now, and it doesn't taste amazing. No. I was saying <laughs> Bless that. Bless his heart. 
don't take dairy out of the diet unless you really have to and you've had your baby properly checked because unfortunately these hypoallergenic milks they don't taste very nice so I wouldn't want to inflict it on a baby unless it's necessary and so yeah you do need to get your baby tested and I mean the signs are pretty clear usually if a baby has an allergy but it could just be an intolerance or it could be reflux so you might be saying it's an allergy when it's actually not and for any child who doesn't have a history of allergy or doesn't have eczema, then the advice now is to introduce like these potentially allergenic foods like peanut butter from six months. It's really important, in fact, to introduce them and to keep introducing them in the diet two or three times a week. Right. So I like, put a little bit of peanut butter into sweet potato or I mix some chicken with a little bit of peanut butter and coconut milk because the more you give these foods to your baby, the more you desensitize them to the foods. That's really so interesting. So previously we were told to avoid giving peanut butter that's right. and that's yeah. when the instance of peanut butter became... Right. Far higher. Yeah. And you mentioned that with eggs as well. Eggs. So eggs. So if your child is allergic to eggs and can't eat things like scrambled eggs or omelette, very often they can eat like a bit of egg in a meatball or a bit mm. of egg in a chicken goujon or mm. a biscuit. Give those foods that they can tolerate because the more you give those foods, the more likely it is they'll grow out of that egg allergy. If you stop giving eggs altogether, it's going to be more difficult for them to grow out of it. Right. So it's interesting, and not many people kind of know this, and it's really important to know. No, I didn't know that at because all. Neither did even I. if a child's allergic to something, very often they grow out of it. Yeah. And you can help them grow out of it more quickly. There's a lady at my school actually, and her son has an intolerance to egg, and she checks every label and yeah. every cake, and if there is a bit of egg, then she's like, no, he can't have it. So yes. I'll let her know that. Yes. But he's now four. Is it too late now? No, no, it's never too late. Okay, mm. that's that's really good to know. Um, some parents decide that their baby should be vegetarian or vegan. Um, is that fair on the child? Are they missing out on certain nutrients or should we just... I think it's fine to be vegetarian. You just have to be concerned and make sure that your child has iron. So iron from a meat source is very easy to absorb. Iron from a non-meat source called it's called non-heme iron is much more difficult to absorb. And the only way you can really unlock the iron in something like spinach or lentils or whole grain cereals is to have vitamin C at the same meal. So maybe some berry fruits, some kiwi, some red pepper, some cauliflower, something that contains iron. Also, a vegetarian diet for adults is very bulky because you're having a lot of fiber and babies can't cope with it because their tummies are very small and they won't be able to get all the nutrients they need. So it's important on a vegetarian diet to try and include eggs and cheese, which is why I'm not such a fan of a vegan diet for a young baby. Mm. Later on, let them choose what they want. I mm. think vegetarians find vegan I'm a bit more worried about as yeah. vitamin B12 would be difficult to get and iron's more difficult and without eggs and cheese and these nutrient-dense foods you really need to know what you're doing and I think let your child choose for themselves if they want to be vegan absolutely and spicy foods when can that be introduced well I get curry from like seven months and they were loving the curry today it was yummy I put a little bit of curry powder and some ginger in it and it just adds flavor without having to add salt it was delicious um okay great let's have a quick break hold up What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to start again now talking about finger foods. So, Gal, did you have a question? I do, actually. So, with finger foods, I'm a bit worried when it comes to his age. Like, when do you think I should really introduce finger foods? And if so... Yes. How am I going to be sure that he won't choke on it? Is he, is he six months yet? He's going to be six months next week. Okay, so he's, he's it, it's very individual. Mm-hmm. Some babies can cope with finger foods and can hold them and can get to their mouth and they manage to spit them out or gag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other babies aren't quite ready. So okay. I think you judge for yourself. The thing is, gagging is very different to choking. Gagging, you can hear, and they, they're like bringing the food back out. And that's okay. a natural reaction. You know, they have to learn to, to swallow food or okay. if food isn't able to be swallowed, to spit it out again. Okay. And you've got to let them do that in a way for them to learn. And mm-hmm. they'll learn more quickly if you allow them to do it. Sometimes at the first sign of gagging, parents say, oh, I can't give my baby mm. finger food. Yeah. And they don't have finger food for the next yeah. three or four months. And they get very anxious about it. And that's not good for the child either. Now, choking, they go silent and they go blue. It's a whole different thing altogether. Oh, okay. But what I would God. say is give very, very soft finger foods so that they're like banana mm. or mm. very, very soft like carrot, steamed carrot or very, very soft like, you know, sweet potato wedges. And then you should be okay and always okay. be in the room with your child mm. and you should be okay. And, you know, don't don't worry about the first sign of gagging because that's completely normal. Okay. And it doesn't mean they're choking. It does look horrible though, doesn't it? When it does. Gagging, well, they, they, think, oh my God, they was... get it out of their mouth yeah. and then yeah. they understand like, okay. You know, that's how they I was so scared with Maya. It It took, I think she was about eight or nine months when I first gave her (laughs) food. Because I was like, we're not doing that again. It is really scary. It is scary. And and what you said earlier in your, um, in the cooking event we just had, to make sure that they're they're large. Now, I guess I always wanted to yeah. make them small. Yeah, but actually, Larger you're right. Larger pieces but because they hold it in their fist, and if you give them small pieces, you don't. They can't they get it in their mouth. Oh, so that yeah. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they can also store food up in their mouth. So, like, you must check inside their mouth before you leave the room. You'd be surprised what they can store in there for ages. Yeah, I've got the cheeks for it. What foods would you say are the best typed for fussy eaters? Like, well, like root, Inca here, root vegetables because they're naturally sweet and they puree to quite a smooth consistency. They tend to be really popular as first weaning foods. Right. And then like banana and avocado, these kind of foods have good texture for babies. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to finger foods, 
it's okay with vegetables, quite easy to steam vegetables and give them. But then how do you give meat or chicken? So I've worked out a really good way. So you saw today I made these chicken, apple and quinoa balls. And I put everything into the food processor, mm. the lot. And then we whizzed it up, didn't we, mm-hmm. with Paul. And then rolled it into balls. And then you can just bake them in the oven or fry them. And they're just the right size. And they're eating, they were eating chicken thigh. So I was giving chicken thigh in them because it's got twice as much iron as the chicken breast. Mm. And they're really nutritious. And the babies love them today. They yeah. love them. And I have such I good things I actually think the thigh them. tastes nicer as well than and the thigh gets more, more tasty, it's true. Yeah. So a food processor is key yeah. for this. Yeah, actually, what other equipment is, is needed for weaning? You don't need a lot. You need a steamer. Because right. I think steaming, you don't then destroy the vegetables by all the vitamins leaching out into the water. So that's important. You need a good weaning spoon that's so- soft and, like, shallow. That's important. You need a really good bib. <laughs> and, and a comfortable high chair which supports their feet. But you don't need loads of, like, equipment and hand steamer blenders. blenders. I, 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 found, I found, yeah, I did hand most blenders. of my purees. It's not so much blender. washing up, you know. Yeah. Yes. You've got to think about that. And how long can you keep pureed food frozen for? Oh, ages. Three months, four months is absolutely fine. Okay. Yeah, you're much better off putting it straight into the freezer than leaving it in the fridge for a few days. Okay. Because freezing locks in all the nutrients. And you can use frozen peas as well, frozen vegetables. Because frozen vegetables are as good as fresh. Frozen vegetables actually have more nutrients in them because if you have vegetables sitting in the fridge, they start to lose yeah. and wilt away. Ah. So they lose the nutrients. So frozen veg are actually a really good shell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's I'm true. learning a lot here. Yeah, this is actually quite <laughs> scientific as well. I like it. And also, you can't add salt. So I add lots of fresh herbs. So things like we use today, we use sage with the chicken balls. We use basil with a tomato butternut squash pasta dish. Um, and I use like things like thyme, go very well with chicken or meat. And curry, that's good. Vanilla, cinnamon. I think these are really good things to add flavor because... I don't like my food to be bland. No, and you know, no. when I started writing my book, everybody said, oh, they only like bland food. So I made really bland food. And then I made tasty food, adding herbs and things like that. And they didn't like the bland food. So <laughs> I thought, well, everybody's telling me they like bland food. But look, there's like 20 babies here and none of them like it. So when I wrote my first book, it wasn't going to be bland at all. And most people can use my books to cook for the whole family or for a dinner party because everything tastes so yummy. Mm-hmm. I, the other day, I put red wine in a spaghetti bolognese okay. and then gave it to my seven-year-old. That's okay. That's it's it's yeah. evaporated. Yeah. 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 Nothing in there. And then he slept really well. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Don't worry. There's no alcohol left. <laughs> okay, fine. Good. That's actually really good to know. Um, and so, yeah, going back to my seven-year-old who is really really fussy which now I'm thinking might be my fault or I, I'm quite a fussy eater and my father was quite a fussy eater so maybe yes. you're right what it says it is I in was the a fussy eater um Not is anyway. how like so my son won't really eat anything green is that going to affect him when he's older or do I just need to not, I think not you grow out of things like you know, when I was little, I didn't like eating onions. Anything with a visible onion was a no-no. No, I absolutely adore onions. Yes. And your taste changes. So I think I think just continue to try giving. Everybody says like 10 to 15 times before you give up. Okay. And, and it's the way you cook it as well. Um, yeah. So if you want to spiralize courgettes and put them with a tomato sauce, it looks like spaghetti. I bet you he'll eat the courgettes. Do you I'm know there's other that, ways yes. of doing it? And yeah, that's true. It's yeah. all about kind of oh, camouflaging I do lollies with like mango, carrot and orange. Mm. And I do another one which has beetroot, strawberry and blueberry. And you don't know there's any vegetables in there. And they're ice lollies. So there's always mm. ways of hiding them. Bring on the sun. As a last resort. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a few last questions. What is your favourite recipe to go to? Oh, I have so many. It's so very difficult. Um, 
Mm, at the moment, I mean, in, my, in this book, I love my banana bread. It's incredible. It's got. It's just, it's just, it's, I make it myself. Is it the one time. we've had today? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, amazing. That was, it's yeah. that was seriously amazing. Crazy. It's got pumpkin seeds. I always use very, very brown sort of spotted bananas. It makes, <gasps> makes yeah. a much nicer taste. So leave the old bananas are the best ah, ones to use when they've gone off a bit. They've really gone off, but they're just overripe. Yeah. They're yes. brilliant in banana bread. Super sweet. And it's got yogurt in it. It's just amazing. It was delicious. It's great for everyone. Yeah. It's great for babies and adults. And it's just lovely to start the morning with that. Mm-hmm. Paul, what would you say your favorite recipe is? For myself or for my... Oh, both, uh, really? I think probably Moroccan food at the moment is a big favourite, just because you can stick it in a tagine, stick it in the oven, and, and then, you know, an hour or so later, it's it's done. So you can get bath time done uh, and bedtime done and then come downstairs and eat. And then the following day, and the tagines are actually probably one of Teddy's favourite uh, foods because, you know, it's got the prunes in them, it's got apricots and soft lamb... Absolutely yeah. delicious, and the cinnamon lamb. taste. Oh, that it. does sound yeah. good. Dried apricots is good. In, in Apart from the couscous, food. which tends to end up all over the floor, <laughs> makes, but the dog then gets to eat it, so it doesn't go to waste. Actually, it's a good idea to get Sounds a dog that can clean up all the crumbs off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> then you have a fat dog. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I mean, do you know I read a cookbook recently? You said. <laughs> I think that's fascinating as well. And. Um, I had an event here with 25 dogs. It was crazy. And all the proceeds for the dog cookbook go to street vets, look after homeless people's dogs. That's incredible. It was such a fun book to write. And I didn't realise that dogs can't have onions. Really? Or leeks or raisins. I knew they couldn't have chocolate, but I didn't know that. Or grapes. Or grapes. Really? Why can't they have them? Yeah. Uh, Grapes do something Something for the the kidneys, I think. They they Ah, go into renal failure. Yeah, they're just not good for dogs. Wow. But they they love peanut butter. So when we did the pictures for the dog cookbook, we put a bit of peanut butter on their nose and then they lick the peanut butter. There you go. Annabelle doesn't just cook for children. It's like I know. Dogs as well. It's incredible. It was a one-off, but it was a lot of fun. Um, so, girl, what was your favourite uh, recipe? Gosh, I'm not very good at cooking, guys. <laughs> I'm really not. Well, you can't be just learning so much. I love Turkish food, though. I've got to say. And it's, it's Turkish quite, is good food. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Good food. I love eating it, but I don't like making it. So. I'm, assuming, I'm not the best. <laughs> Probably is um, not a good question to ask me. <laughs> I've, I'm not the best in the in the kitchen yeah, either. So. My husband is, but not me. No. Uh, so, what would your advice be for uh, babies who put on quite a bit of weight? And I asked this question just because our first child, Teddy, he was formula fed, and he was a really hungry baby. And when we got on to the purees and then the weaning. He was he was pretty much like a Labrador. He would just eat and eat and eat, yes. and he did he did become like a little Buddha. So, would you say cutting them off, uh, you know, halfway through? We obviously didn't give portion sizes yeah. to be we, we redu- reduced the portion sizes, but he he just still seemed. Was hungry. this before he could crawl and walk? Yes. Yeah, before, yeah, because before they can crawl and walk, it's really hard for them to lose weight, and they are chubby. Yeah. And then She's when when he decided to move, did he lose a lot of the weight? Uh, a, a bit. Quite a bit. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah, he did. He did lose. Because you do worry, weight. like in the first year, they're supposed to be chubby, and that's quite normal, actually. Yes. But then if you find your child's like above the centile normal yeah. and, and like not putting into clothes for his age range, then I think you have to start thinking a little bit about what you give them, but not. You never, never put a baby on a diet no, in any no, shape no, or form. No. But she's definitely, yeah. Inca's definitely chubbier than my two sons were. And my sons yeah. took to weaning immediately. Yeah. They opened their mouth to the spoon. They were happy about accepting food. Yes. But yeah, Inca, I put the spoon to her mouth and her lips become like a vault. Yeah. And she won't <laughs> yes. open her... I mean, you saw it today. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so, I mean... 
Even the ice lolly wasn't going to tempt her, let's be honest. And and she's my third baby, so I feel quite relaxed about it, because I know she will eventually... She's still quite young, though, you know. Well, she's six months. Six months is very young. But if she was my first, I would be really concerned. So all the parents out there listening, it's Mm. it's okay. But then you you can't judge one child against another child. They all develop at different times. Mm. And I promise you, that child's going to love food one day. You come back in ten ten years' time, and you'll say, oh, how do I stop this child eating? (laughs) Because, you know, like... we all love food, don't we? Like, we all, oh, oh yeah. my God, it's my... Can you imagine a world without food? Oh, How no, boring no, would that be? No, 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 exactly. It'd be so dull. My complete nightmare would, would be a world without food. <laughs> and, you know, it's such a wonderful time when you're introducing your, your child to the joys of food. Well, it should be. And it will be for you eventually. It no, will I be. Haven't, I haven't really enjoyed it with my, no, with well, my eldest yes. son just because is, of his fussiness. Makes, but... But make something that your eldest son and the rest of the family can eat, then so yeah. you don't feel like you've wasted your time. And the strange thing is, he wants to be a chef when he's older. Oh, I'm like, how can you be a chef when you don't like food? <laughs> yes. But he will like food. I promise you that. He'll get yeah. it. I know he will. All my He'll kids are bad it. eaters now. They absolutely love food. They're really? obsessed with it. Yes. Oh, that's really good. I think to about know. food all the time. That's why I wrote my book because my son was the world's worst eater. My two Gosh. daughters pretty much followed him, and now they're obsessed with eating and and they love good food. That's what I'm worried about as well. So because my eldest son turns his nose up at lots of food my middle son yeah. is doing the same They're without even trying other, it but when they go to nursery often they eat more at nursery because it's a peer group and when they're with their peers eating things they'll start to eat and that's a good way to break the fussiness is getting them to eat yeah. things at nursery I do actually find that yeah. the, um, they reserve it for their mother. The bad habits. They do. Oh, yeah. they do. It's not yeah. fair. On I know. Us, is it? I, know. <laughs> I mean, we go through enough, you know. Because when when the kids do eat something really healthy, it makes me so happy. Yes. Like there's such joy going. Yes, they had a good meal. Yes. They've but had... you know what? Sometimes for them to be hungry isn't a bad thing because when they're hungry, they'll try something new. And a lot of times, if a mother finds something that her child likes, just gives that over and over again because she's so worried that if you try something new, they won't eat it, and then they just get like even more fussy because all they eat is chicken nuggets and mm. pizza. Mm. So you just have to say, no, they've all gone in the bin. Mm. And you know something, if they miss a meal, it's not the end of the world. Because mm. then they'll realise that, oh, my mum let me miss a meal. She didn't go into the cupboard and, like, bring everything out. And, like, I haven't got around my little finger. And if I say I don't like that, she's going to give me, like, spaghetti hoops. And it's good for them to realise they've got to try something new eventually. Mm. And a hungry child will be a less fussy child. And it's kind of just psychological sometimes. And when they try something, because they don't try it sometimes, so they don't know if they like it. But when they've actually tried it, they might actually like it. Yeah, mm. my, yeah. They my, don't allow themselves to try it. They just say no, and they haven't eaten it. But, yeah, the, the, my kids make up their mind straight away. They're like, don't like it. it. And I'm like, you haven't it. tried it. Yeah, and I, I don't know. like it. It's, yeah. it's green. It's like, green. Yeah. But then they'll like, have a green Haribo. Yeah. You know? yeah. You'll... <laughs> okay. um, guys, thank you so much for such an educational and insightful podcast. Um, Annabelle's latest book, Weenie Made Simple, is out now. Is that correct? It's out now. It's... Today was publication day. Oh, right. Oh, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so you can get that on Amazon. And... Most good bookshops. And bookshops. Yes. And you also have an app. I do. I um, have a very popular uh, app on feeding babies and toddlers with over 300 recipes. Wow. Wow. And it's, it's always up there as number one or number two on the app store. It's been really popular. It's I've actually got it. I've got it too. I've got it. Yeah. Annabelle, Segal and Paul, it's been an absolute oh, pleasure to talk to you and meet like your you babies. Paul. I think we've done well considering, you know, I we've know. got two babies in the room yeah. at the moment. And we had 13 babies earlier. <laughs> yeah, and we did. Uh, that was. Gosh. Can you imagine having 13 babies and 25 dogs? Uh, no. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be crazy. I can't imagine it. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so it's been great. Thank you so much for talking oh. with us. Um, and once again, this podcast is sponsored by Tendental, the award-winning dental practice based in South London. Check them out, www.tendental.com. And as always, please subscribe to the podcast, rate and review. It's all very much appreciated. Thanks for listening. I'm Louise Boyce, as known as Mum Still Got It. And uh, speak to you again soon. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.